0: Welcome to Lit Liturgy. This is Becca Midiki Conlin. I am the Director of Evangelical Mission and Associate for Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Arkansas, Oklahoma Synod of the ELCA. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Lydia Apostles,
1: and I'm the Associate Pastor for Evangelism and Mission at Emmanuel Lutheran in Vienna. And we are Vienna, Virginia, because there's a few. <laughs> Austria. Austria is probably the more famous one. But anyway, we are your favorite liturgy podcast with a twist. We are lit because we are amazing, fab, sick, no-sus, and (laughs) no-cap. Trying to get the Gen Zs. (laughs) Probably failing. <laughs> Emily is sus.
0: <laughs> and we are lit because we are not super drunk, but we are drinking. And also, I've been up since 4 a.m. because we're actually together. We're in the same room. Yay! <laughs> Seeing each other for the first time since May and the first time we've recorded together. For a long time. Yeah, since a long October, time. maybe? <laughs> yeah, maybe October, yeah. yeah. It's been a while since we have both moved since then and live halfway across the country from each other but i am here for because lydia has her installation on sunday and i'm preaching so yay Yay. um so yeah what are we drinking together
1: well we are drinking uh something from a company called three goose summer it's tangerine goes g-o-s-e it's a german style sour with tangerine
0: and salt which is kind of on theme for later on. So I think no, the brewing company is Center of the Universe Brewing Company in Ashland, Virginia. Oh yes, and they're go- Goose Summer or Ghost because I've heard it. Oh, it is halfway. not Goose. It's the title. <laughs> And the Tangerine Ghost is the type of beer it is. Well, thank you for helping me read my own beer bottle. And I'm not the one who's, you know, and I'm the one who's been up forever. So, well, Um, I've been preparing for my installation
1: all week. Yep. I don't have, I don't have two brain cells to rub together. Nope.
0: So, yeah. This is going to be fun. Yep, it will. And we'll probably swear at some point because it's us and, you know, and we're together. Yay! (laughs) And also,
1: a thank you to Brian O'Dean for our amazing theme music. We love it. Yay. So, Brian. this
0: episode, we're going to continue our series talking about in our What's Green segment here about talking about different milestones. We're up to high school students. So, roughly those ages, what is that, like 14, oh, 15 gosh. to 18? Yeah, ninth grade ish through 12th. Yep. So, figuring out some things. So, there's all sorts of milestones. And they are to continue what our series is called a big fucking deal. To and these are yeah, some of them are massive, and some of them, looking back on them, you're like, oh, they make way more of a big deal about these in teen movies than it in than it actually is in real life. But oh well, yeah. we'll still make a big fucking deal about them. <laughs> yeah. So first up, in no particular order. Yeah, is, yeah, these aren't really in a order no is uh getting that driver's license for you know yeah getting out on the road (laughs) or getting your first car too yeah that freedom that comes along with it
1: yeah so so if you are um around and can get to your students before they take their driver's tests and are able to bless their car before uh, they're out on the road um you can pray for them and say things like may your parallel parking be a success
0: and this is something like, hey, at the end, if you have a youth group meeting or whatever at the end of the meeting before they take the test or at the end of the meeting after they got the license, go out to the parking lot and have a blessing of the car then. so
1: Yeah. And may God keep them safe out on the road, especially if they're like getting a new car. Yeah. Bless the miles that will be traveled in this car. May it bring you to places of joy and help you bring joy to others and remind them that you are now free to do a lot of things. And with that freedom yeah. comes responsibility.
0: You can give them a keychain or a sun visor clip or something that maybe to hang from their rearview mirror. That you know, their new depending driver. on your so, state. You know, yeah, don't distract them too much. Um, it can be a cross, a Christian symbol like the Trinity symbol. It can a triquetra thing. Yeah, those some, are cool. Something like for the similar to what the backpack tags that you gave out maybe at the beginning of the school year. Um, Illustrated Children's Ministry does, like, versions of this, laminate that. Every single Christian bookstore has some kind of... Chachki. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Some good, some bad keychain, but, you know, get one of the good ones. Um, Yeah, you could maybe steer away from the Jesus fish, because
1: I feel like those have been kind of co-opted by people. (laughs) And maybe not like one of those cutesy footsy
0: guardian angel
1: thingy majabras, though... If you got one that looked like a biblically accurate, uh, angel, like with all sorts Maybe, of eyeballs, like scare the shit out of them. So they never actually like, do bad things. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they drive. Like, I feel like people have done cross stitch of like eyeballs full of a-
0: angels full of Ooh, eyeballs. That's going to be my next cross stitch. Pro- I'm pretty sure I've seen it on TikTok. <laughs> all right. I'm going to have to look for, you know, biblical angel cross stitch. Yeah. Um, that'd be awesome. This is also a major milestone for parents. And I think it's important to also pray for the parents. Yeah, because holy crap. Yes. it's This is such a huge, like, letting go milestone because for, like, this is a lot of times the first time they really don't know where their child could be at any time. So having that prayer for the parents, too. Um, you know, maybe give a gas card for the kids and a... Small bottle of wine for the parents. Ooh, bottle of wine for
1: the parents. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Just that moment of, you know, or something else of for the parents of like, it will be okay that, you know, you, that they're entrusted. So, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: There is also the, what is often the apex climax of every teen, teen movie yes or just about every teen movie there is prom or maybe it's the, just the big bands, or yeah. the big game or the big dance or whatever it is the rah-rah thing yeah. where all of the cool kids are yeah um you can have a getting ready party or an area at the church for get people to get ready at so that it's not like people squeezing into the into a uh, house plus also like most a lot of, especially more suburban churches that have been built within the last 20 years have that, like, place in the bath, in the um, restroom that has, like, four or five sinks and a giant mirror. Like, that would be a nice place to have some getting ready stuff. And you can also do an after party there. Um, Keep them out of trouble. Yes. I mean, a lot <laughs> of schools have an after prom party, but not all do. So if you don't have a have something at the church just um, it'd be it would
1: be nice to have like a safe space for kids to go and like be like like if they're pressured into going to a place where maybe they don't feel comfortable they can say oh i have a place that i'm gonna go hang out um and they can feel comfortable and also if you have enough interest you could even have some activity continue to go on during the prom the dance or the big game because not because like oh dances are evil like in (laughs) footloose Mm -hmm. But dances, games, whatever, aren't everyone's cup of tea. And just to have a safe space to like, let's just watch a movie. People can leave. People can come back and we can all just hang out and not be
0: left out. Excellent. There's also drama. (laughs) So much drama. There is the breakups. There is the fights with friends. Um, A lot of it is just allowing time to talk about it. And also you can lift up some of those biblical friends. uh, And, you know, I kind of use that in quotation marks there as examples that we don't always get along with people that we are actually close to. So David and Jonathan, Ruth and Naomi, the 12 disciples, there were skirmishes between them all at times. I mean, sometimes you have to get beyond it. You can use even um, some, you know, really get into it if you want to about that breakup and talk about the extreme emotions that happen during so- uh, you know, Song of Solomon, a- a Song of Songs, and just be like, sometimes those extreme emotions, like, it's a lot, and you can't handle it. But also, you know, let's also talk reality of, like, most people do not marry their high school sweethearts. So, yeah. It's okay if you do, but it's okay if you don't.
1: <laughs> yes. Another big uh, deal is... Making some sort of sports team, finding out your position, getting that role in the school play, making the choir, making the band, finding out which chair of whatever you are, going to competitions, making the travel sports team, being elected to that
0: board, that leader position, student council. Yeah, it's different things for all students and yet... It's all kind of the same emotions at the same time. Yeah, it's like
1: you're finally stepping up to be part of something and getting a leadership position, which is exciting. But
0: also then the nerves of am I going to get it and not and putting themselves out there to try, um, knowing that they might not get it. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's a big deal. and, And acknowledge these things in the prayers that you say on Sunday. Put them in the bulletin. Put them in your newsletter. That's really a good confidence boost for your youth.
0: I mean, you can have just a small corner of your newsletter that's like, you know, celebrating youth or celebrating, you know, make it chintzy about celebrating your, you know, Trinitarians because you're at Trinity Lutheran. I don't know. And, (laughs) you know, and it's just so-and-so got, you know, these five people are going to be in the school play. And these, you know, you don't have to include what parts they were, just... Yeah, because if they're in that ensemble, awesome! You know, because they're... It's the first time they've been in a play or they just yeah. really can't sing, but they still are willing Anytime to. Anytime <laughs> you stick your neck out for something yeah. like that, it should be celebrated. Yes. um, You can also do something like a spiritual gifts inventory to lift up all the different styles of leadership that there is and like kind of help people think that just because, especially those leadership positions, that they don't have to do things exactly like the previous person do, did it because they're a different person and they're a different leader and we can do this and, and lift up. All the different gifts because, yeah, that one person might have made it to the football team, but meanwhile, you trip over your feet running. That doesn't mean that, like, somehow the football player is more important than the student council president or more important than the person who's in, you know, on the organizes the magic team. group whatever uh, i was like team is is that the right word anyway the magic team <laughs> I, like magic the gathering oh that's what i thought you were going with yeah. like D. <laughs> yeah dungeons and dragons like it doesn't mean that there your are your chemistry team <laughs> yeah it doesn't mean anyone's better but because we all have those different gifts so you can really lift up those spiritual gifts inventory in there so mm-hmm. and speaking of sort of that direction
1: um these people are being barraged with tests. Yes. Tests, tests everywhere. At SAT. Least
0: those, at least spiritual gifts inventories true. do not have those are correct answers. <laughs> correct.
1: Yes. Yes, that is right. Whereas like.
0: Thanks for telling me that correct, correct. answers yes. are not co- <laughs> are correct. Correct. That's I said. <laughs> correct.
1: That is correct. Um, <laughs> SATs, ACTs,
0: PSATs. I think there's probably more. Yes, you oh, take so many tests. I mean, and so many states have the aptitude. To, like I know in Pennsylvania, they had oh the I forget what it's even called now, but it was like an entire week that they took these tests. Oh, yeah, oh, I think um, I blocked
1: it out. Yeah, you know, we did stuff like that. Yeah,
0: so mm. you can give them pencils with encouraging messages or Bible verses written on them for the... The test itself. Because they can you know, bring, theoretically, they can bring pencils and with the, I believe so. Get number um, two pencils. Depending on the test, we aren't sure. You'll have to look it up. Um, you can give them, like, fidget spinners or stress balls or something like, you know, the poppets are really big right now. Um so at least, even if they can't bring it into the the test, they can use it while they study or beforehand, uh, you know, afterwards as they're waiting for the results, like, something. Yeah, and once they're
1: out of the test, give them a gift card to do something fun like ice cream. Just yeah. go, because your brain is melted. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I took the ACTs, and I just remember my brain was dead for the rest of the day. Like, I just couldn't even, like, form sentences correctly. So have a, a brain drain after party. Like, just a... Have all the snacks, there's no agenda, there's no conversation needed, to just gather and be and let them know that regardless of what the test results end up being, they're still who they are, and they're still loved, and they're still cared for, and yeah, give them all the food <laughs> and the after yeah. effects, because... Because oh. this is not a measure
1: of their worth. People no, will tell them that, not. but this is not what makes them worthy or not.
0: And maybe that's something you can give out afterwards, Ooh, is a ruler, so they get a pencil beforehand and then afterwards they get a ruler with it's no like, numbers <laughs> where, where like the ruler they can measure how far something is but they can they still are not able to measure how much they are worth Ooh, so, i like that yeah you'll have to think of better wording but because i just thought of that one Ooh, so. i like that yeah that's a good one yeah, yeah. another big one huge i actually know uh, one of my friends her child's First job started today, so first job, first paycheck. Like- yeah, that's there's something
1: about like the first like real paycheck that mm-hmm. you get. I remember what I did with mine, the first paycheck that I got from working at uh, the Lutheran camp in Wisconsin. I bought a guitar. Ooh, that <laughs> I, was a decent paycheck then. Well, it was a cheap guitar, <laughs> and it was the whole paycheck. And I still, but I still have it, mm-hmm. and that still means a lot to me. And I've like taken that guitar everywhere, and it's gotten banged up. But it's been to a lot of camps with me.
0: Yeah, but anyway. And, and I don't know what I did with my first paycheck, but I do remember how like awesome it felt. Because even though I was a babysitter for years prior and made more, actually, per hour babysitting than I ever did with an actual job, it was something when it was... But like, it
1: was a check. check. Well, now that's probably, like, passe. But
0: Well, still, even though you still get a pay stub. That's true. And sometimes I even got paid babysitting from a check. But it was different when it was a printed check with my name on it, you know. With your address like, and everything. Oh, yeah, something
1: no. about that. But, yeah, so... If you're having a conversation with your youth about what pledging and offering and tithing means to them, if they make the decision to, like, do their first offering from their first paycheck, like, independently of their parents, Mm -hmm. or, like, actually pledge for the first time as an independent person in your stewardship campaign one fall that is something that deserves recognition. Probably not like trumpeted in front of the whole congregation. Or maybe, maybe that's something that I feel comfortable with, but for sure, a special card, something special that you're sending to them to say like, we see you and we see that you are making a commitment to this congregation and thank you.
0: And another thing with that is, you can teach them also the gift of generosity. Um, and so let them take you out for coffee. I mean, or something like if you have a tradition that you normally go out, you know, even if it's just like twice a year with each of your, 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 your youth one-on-one, um, which I really encourage. And you can do that still following safe church policies by, you know, meeting at the coffee shop and or um things like that. You can encourage, well, I'm going to let you take me out this time. And yeah, it's a cup of coffee. Yeah. Get the cheapest thing on the menu maybe, or, and also know your student. If it is something where they are actually making the money to help give money to their family. Yeah. Maybe not do it, but you can still encourage that they treat you to coffee for once instead of the other way around and only do it the one time. But like there's something so much Sense of independence. Yeah, and it's so great the first time you pay for someone else. um, You're like, I I got it. Yes. And so maybe encourage it the first time, but then when they offer... And then if the next time... Then you you can get get
1: the rest, (laughs)
0: because they're probably making not a lot. No, but also if they offer again after a while, let them do it every once in a while. Because, you know, not every time, but every once in a while, because it is nice to... Be given that to be received, <laughs> to be received, and then you had an amazing idea. Yeah. I love this idea so, so much.
1: It just came to me today as well. So, have them, if they are interested in making a gift or an offering to a charity of their choice, and especially if you as a congregation support ministries outside of your congregation, like a local homeless shelter, a food pantry, if you're doing stuff that for the Afghan refugee um, resettlements or whatever, that would be a good one right now. If they want to make a donation out of their paycheck to one of those ministries outside of the church, have your congregation match, or maybe double, you know, like two, two times match their donation. So... Because you see on NPR all the time, they're like, oh, so-and-so is doing a matching gift. And it kind of encourages people to step up. And, like, how cool would that be to participate in the generosity of your gift? And
0: this is something that the average congregation, this would not be a large thing on your item. Because when you think about it, like, the average first paycheck is not that massive. And even if it's not their first paycheck, even if it takes them two, three months to do it, you know, you can encourage us. Most of the time, they're probably going to give $25 or less. So it's not, like... A huge a, a chunk. So, and it's Baby so pens. great about, again, teaching that generosity and teaching tithing and giving.
1: Yeah, the generosity and gives and gives and gives exponentially.
0: Yeah. And so the other big one is uh, for high school students is when you turn 18, aka become a legal adult. <gasps> Whoa. And a huge thing is just acknowledge that my, milestone. And really, it's like acknowledge all of them because there's some, like it's, you know, there's... Really, like thirteen is becoming a bigger one, not just because you're, yeah, you know, because of turning thirteen, and then fifteen is becoming yeah. bigger because of the quinceanera influence and, and Sweet Sixteen, 15, yeah, and then and then also eighteen, but eighteen I think is still the biggest because it is that, you know, milestone year. You are a legal adult, so really, you know, just encourage their parents to kick them out the day that they turn eighteen. <laughs> okay, maybe not so don't do that but you can give them a like a voter registration form and talk to them about the importance of their rights as a citizen in faith to vote and to like participate in the full like don't persuade them on what way to vote but talk about how it is important to be an active engaged citizen
1: yeah our civic or civic duty as people of faith to advocate through our participation in our public policy and shit
0: and that also means like hey if you are going to a city council meeting or a school board meeting or if you are going to a protest or if you're going to meet the candidates thing because it's an election year invite those who are going who are already 18 are going to be 18 by election day to come along with you Mm -hmm. so because that's kind of scary the first time to do it but it's also very important to do yeah also oh i just thought of this
1: like as if you're doing like an offering of letters through like bread for the world or doing like a letter writing campaign writing your representatives you can encourage them to say like i'm a voter now yes. <laughs> i can vote now as a new voter as a new voter and that can be pretty exciting
0: Yep, yeah. 18 is also the year you can buy lottery tickets Woo. legally so give them a lottery ticket
1: yeah and you can <laughs> you can find a card that's like, "This is your big chance,"
0: and then you can put something like from Proverbs thirteen eleven, "Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it." <laughs> but if you win a lot of money, please give ten percent
1: to the church. <laughs>
0: or even if it's large enough, you can give fifty. We will take yes, it. All. We'll
1: take. Yeah, if you win a little money, <laughs> give a little to the church.
0: Since we gave you the ticket. <laughs> I think 18 is also it's sometimes a little frightening because you are an adult, but yet you are still a kid. Like, legally, you're an adult, but there are so few 18-year-olds who feel prepared for true adulthood. Who live outside their parents' house, yeah. or some of them are still in high school. Most, Yeah, most of them are when they turn 18, mm-hmm. but also, and with that... Um, they might think they're ready for the real world, but I think more and more we're realizing they're not. So, like, it might be a good tradition to sing Borning Cry at that time. You know, I was there the day you were baptized. I was, you know, there. Yeah, I can't think of all, Yeah, when you are old. When you were a child and faith to suit you well. And then everyone will yeah. cry. But, and you can have an affirmation of baptism as a legal adult. So, they did it once when they were like early teens hmm. or tweens as confirmation, but now do an affirmation of baptism as a legal adult. And remind them though that they are still a child of God, regardless of how old they are. Uh, that and that could actually be something you do at any birthday, but I think 18 might be a good time to do it too. So. Yeah. And again, everyone will cry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Speaking of crying, sort of, um, high school graduations. So we we know that not everyone does the college thing, and we'll get to that. But have a blessing for your graduates. Maybe like April, May, before everything goes pear-shaped in June and July when they're okay. (laughs) Sorry, I've been watching too much British TV. Okay, I was like, "Pear-shaped" is an interesting expression, but okay, (laughs) everything goes sideways. Um, so maybe like today. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, (laughs) that's true. Becca's plane went sideways apparently. Anyway, hers went pear-shaped. But anyway, um, I mean, you could definitely have it later on, but I'm thinking like once June hits, it's graduation parties and you're getting ready for whatever's next. Yeah,
0: and many churches do do it the Sunday before graduation and you do it during worship and it's not too bad of a time because people know, but make sure they know well in advance, hey, we're doing this and... You know, as long as the graduation isn't on Sunday, most families will still make it a big deal. Yeah. So, and if the graduation is on a weekend, even if it's on like, even if graduation is on Sunday, maybe do it the weekend before. So,
1: yeah. So coordinate. If you're, if you're the kind of church that does like a slideshow during worship or before worship, it might be cool to do like a description, a picture, recognizing each graduate, do something in the bulletin. Uh, Do a little interview, but maybe instead of asking like, what college are you going to go to? Or where are you accepted? Something like, what's next? Because college isn't for everyone and not
0: everyone's going directly more school. And like my high school was a fairly affluent neighborhood, it's community and a lot of my friends who were going to community college or tech school in like the news, the student newspaper where it had all the students' name and what college they were going to. A lot of them who were going to community college and tech school list said unknown because they didn't want to admit that's where they were going to to look down upon compared to like, oh that's heartbreaking. You know, I'm going to University of. Uh, yeah, it happened many. I know a few people that did it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So don't make it worse. So just what's next?
1: Yeah, because maybe they're taking a gap year. Maybe they're um, going to some service thing, (laughs) opportunity.
0: And this is a great time to share their faith journey thus far, to allow them to do that. Also, plug for Lutheran Campus Ministries. um, Go, you know, whether you're a Lutheran or I know Methodist, Presbyterians, every denomination has this, where there is some place you can just do a quick search your denomination campus ministry recommendation and put in the information so that the campus ministers at that school know that your student is coming and so that they can be greeted for them and make the connection yes so yeah at least if they're
1: continuing on with a
0: faith community somewhere yes but uh, but they're also the the same actually i think there's a way to even do that for military Mm. Um, and if they're going to the military there's always the um the armed service booklet that you can give them um maybe you should just give them the prayer
1: book for the armed services like because it's a great devotional resource anyway this the elca has like a mini prayer book thing and it's called prayer book for the armed services because it has a lot of like Military based prayer type things in there. <laughs> but it has like morning prayer and some hymns yeah. and kind of a condensed, like, here's a faith resource. Yep. So maybe we just give them away.
0: Yep. All right. Should we move on to some shots?
1: Yeah. Our- should, I, should I start or do you want to start?
0: I don't know. I'll start. W- well, you can just kind of share them. How does that sure. work? we've we're, talked about this before, i guess we're both jet
1: lagged and i haven't even i haven't even done any flying
0: today there's i don't only, know what my deal is there's only one hour time difference even though you know we're bazillion miles apart it's been a long week all right september 5th labor day weekend <laughs> in the united states uh the gospel re- uh weekend uh, the gospel the gospel re- reeks <laughs> i'm saying that, that week, week. I'm saying the gospel weekend. The gospel reading is Mark seven twenty-four through thirty-seven. Uh, it's the argument of the Syrophoenician woman, a woman that he had that you know, between Jesus and her, and then the healing of the deaf and mute man. And so I'm just thinking, I have two dogs, um, to just bring my dog to uh, worship and just throughout my sermon give the dog treats. Because I bet you, you know, I my dog would stay right next to me and not wander off at all. Which if, dog are you thinking of, though? Either one of them. Oh, you think both of them would? Yes. If I was giving them treats throughout the sermon, they would stay right next to me.
1: I think it would work. I think it could work. I, I, I'm a little skeptical about pie. But...
0: Yes. I, I said during the sermon. I said oh. during the rest of the service. I, the of
1: the, then they're going to go in the kennel.
0: Yeah. Something. But yeah, you can just have your dog and just give treats. I just think it would be great. Or your cat, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Heard a cat. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, So Jesus, when healing the deaf mute man, this is the one where he doesn't, um, where he just kind of sighs, I think is even in the word. And then he says, in my Aramaic, Greek, whatever word is, uh, ephetat. Ephetata? Ephetat. (laughs) F- 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 <laughs> I think I said Fertata. Anyway. Be... Not alphabet. No. Which translate means be open. And so I'm just thinking like you can do Open Sesame or other passwords and you can have a password quote unquote for people to get into worship and it may be something that's not you know, God loves you or whatever um, that you can give out the week before. Or even have like sh- the secret password. <laughs> is yeah. Type thing. Or do
1: like a fun mini escape room in your narthex.
0: That's really easy. Yeah. That would be cool. And, you know, you actually legit need a password for Zoom. So yeah, make it. (laughs) But really easy. Don't share the password. (laughs) The password is like the name of the
1: meeting is literally the password is.
0: (laughs) Oh, now I'm thinking of the, the old game show Password. And that might also be another thing of like, you know, to say really like to have like a skit type thing. And somebody says really loudly, you know, the password is, and so therefore they know what it is. So the point is to make it easy. (laughs) So, yeah,
1: the Isaiah reading is from Isaiah 35, four through seven A.
0: And we didn't really know how to summarize this. The eyes will be open, ears unstopped. La- the, lame the lame shall sh- jump and leap and stuff. Tongues shall sing. Deserts become filled with water. Yeah. There's great imagery. Fabulous. I don't know how to summarize that into something that you're like, oh, yeah, that reading. <laughs> yeah, get <laughs> yeah, <skit>, me. <maybe. laughs> um, but verses five through seven in particular, you could act out with like a pantomime. Like, oh, every time like the lame should leap, you need to jump. Or any time the ears and stop, c- cover your ears and then take your ear, you know. And you can kind of teach this. Or do a skit, that type thing. Like, whenever a certain word is said, they then, you know, need to yell out another word type thing. So, not right. an actual skit. I don't know what you would call that, but... There's a lot of water language, especially toward the end, so I'm
1: thinking someone in your congregation might have one of those, like, mini fountains that you can, like, plug in and... Well, I have a cat fountain. You could steal your cat's <laughs>
0: water fountain. I mean, leave the mother water for the day. Yeah,
1: please do. Um, something that you could, like physically like turn on and see it like starting put it in the baptismal font so it's nice
0: and loud you know
1: yeah that'd be fun or i guess pour water while you're reading it as well um there's also a lot of things about like growth and and things becoming like lush and grown so um if you can access some chia pets (laughs) start one now and have have different chia pets in various stages of growth so have one that's bald and then like through a very lush and verdant chia
0: pet and um, apologies we aren't giving you a lot of time to grow a chia pet since it's only a week out but sorry. <laughs> so start it now um september 12th is what in uh many elca congregations will be god work god's work our hands sunday it's also rally day for some s- it's also the 20th anniversary of september 11th oh yeah
1: we weekend didn't even mention that yep. in our. i just thought of that right now
0: oh yeah <laughs> so mark eight 8- Uh, 27 through 38 is the gospel reading. Um, and it's Jesus saying, who do people say that I am? And then Peter's rebuked with get behind me, Satan. And if anyone wants to follow me, take out their cross and, uh, they must take out their cross. This is really one of those readings that you could have like 12 sermons from it's because it's so rich. Um, but one thing you can do is have people talk about their nicknames or their titles or roles that they have and how, you know, their mom, wife, teacher, um, You know, and how different people see them as different ways. So who do people say that I am? Well, it depends on who you are. We'll, you know, call you different things. Like, and how there's always some people that when they go by a nickname that they develop later in life, there's like a group of people who call them by their older nickname and the ones who call them by the newer name. And so they kind of know how they know someone based on what name they're called. So...
1: And when they combine, it's really confusing if they interact
0: with each other. (laughs) Um, And then there's that rebuking of some people, maybe, uh, who are some of the people that you want to yell at? And you can maybe talk about that in a general sense that, um, you know, I really want to yell at people who don't have the vaccine right now um, and rebuke them. (laughs) um, um, But also you can talk about the people who maybe have doubted them in the past, because that's kind of part of this entire Peter rebuking them and. Jesus saying get behind me Satan so yeah and for take up the cross give out those crosses for the pockets that people so it kind of depends on what you are going to preach on yeah there's a few it's ideas. great visual um and another one for the cross is you can have um there's even an activity where you like can write stuff in four corners and then how you fold and then you have them fold the paper and you tear the paper and what's left is a cross oh that's neat we did that at a shape conference at one point Oh, did we? Anyway. I might have missed that weekend. Um, so anyway, but you can, but even <laughs> if you just do something like that, or if you have cross-shaped shape pieces of paper and have them write their burdens on it, and, but also then talk about how we can, you know, we often, we know our own burdens, for the most part. There's some that we don't know, but we just feel the weight of, or we just can't have the words for or name. Um, but, and we can sometimes see that other people have it worse than us, But maybe they don't feel those burdens as much. And we can also think that some people have it easier, but often we don't know their full struggle. So kind of talk about we don't know what crosses they're carrying. Mm. And we don't know how full somebody else's cross is with their burdens, even as if they're like our best friend, much Mm -hmm. less strangers. And
1: the requisite conversation about like, what does it mean to have a cross to bear? And like, why do we misconstrue it all the time? Yeah, Don't do that. All right, want to do Old Testament? (laughs) Sure. Isaiah 50, uh, 4 through 9a. Um, Morning by morning, he awakens me.
0: Yeah, it's again one of those (laughs) texts that's beautiful, has a great imagery, but also we don't know how to summarize in something that you'll be like, oh yeah, that reading.
1: Yeah. Mm, Yep. So um, maybe something along the lines of a journaling sermon might be fun. You want to explain that a
0: little bit more? Sure. Um, I was just thinking like something that you could do is like, do a paragraph of a reflection of this passage every day for the week so you can start like on monday and go through saturday and just share and say monday blah 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 blah, blah tuesday and then talk about how morning by morning god awakens you but it also awakens you to different thoughts hmm. and different insights and how that changes over the course of the week so yeah, yeah. <laughs> It would be something completely different. I don't think it would be really different. I don't think I've ever heard a journal sermon, but I think it would be cool to kind of.
1: That would be kind of fun to explore and then kind of present it as
0: (laughs) as is. Because I mean, I think most pastors will talk about how their thoughts on this text have evolved over the week as they've done other research, as they've reflected on it. But to actually bring people through that journey morning by morning oh it'd be like a
1: transparent sermon yeah like a sermon with it's like scaffolding showing
0: yeah but at the same time keep it to a paragraph for each day because i'm thinking if you do monday through friday or or saturday or even sunday morning seven paragraphs that'll mm -hmm. get you there yeah that that's a decent length of time so keep it short Mm -hmm. but you know yeah there's also a verse in the passage in there about all others who help me will wear, uh, like basically something like every, God helps me, but everybody else who who, try, who I think helps me will wear out like a garment. Ah. And so maybe you have that old holy t-shirt with stains on it's
1: it. It's probably a vent t-shirt.
0: Could be. <laughs> you don't want to get rid of it. Or that one that you have from college or from whatever that you just... Yeah, don't want to get rid of, or and also, like, I have that one old t shirt that I that's from seminary that I keep because it's my painting t shirt, but it's not like the one that I wear all the time. I'm talking about the one that you wear all the time and you don't want to get rid of. Um, but also, you can talk about what is it doing for you now because it's probably not doing anything for you right now, it probably doesn't fit right, it's not keeping you warm, (laughs) no. Um, and so, how. You know, people are going to wear out like a garment, you know. Hmm. But God will always be like something brand new that will keep you warm, that will keep it shape, that will, <laughs> that will keep it shape. <laughs> not have holes in it. So. Yeah,
1: exactly. All right. September 19th. If you didn't do rally day on the 12th, you're probably going to do rally day on the 19th. <laughs> and these are some fun texts let me tell you mark 9 30 through 37 it's one of jesus's passion predictions the disciples are arguing about which one of them is the greatest jesus calls them out on it and then brings a little child talks about the first shall be last like really great stuff but also like
0: i mean the bringing uh, in the child is great for yeah, rally day that, that is, is true
1: that is really awesome um so if you have a welcome statement, this might be a good time to revisit it, to update it. If you don't have a welcome statement, maybe this would be a great opportunity to start drafting one and be like, here, council, continue or the process, please. Small committee. Yeah, exactly. Whatever whatever your polity is, or your process is. Like, here, we started to do the work for you. Um, and, to, and if you have one to talk about who or what types of people are you explicitly welcoming and who are you implicitly not welcoming. Because I think mm-hmm. all of our statements are really explicit about who we're welcoming. All are welcome. As long um, as you
0: look and act exactly like us. Right. But who are we implicitly
1: maybe excluding and we're not aware of it unless yeah. we dig a little deeper.
0: And all are welcome as long as you can be here at 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. But if you work at that time or, you know, unable to get to your, to the church because you are Worried about the Delta
1: variant.
0: Or, or disabled. Or That you have other commitments during that time. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. Or don't want to sit in a hard pew.
1: (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, so revisit your welcome statement. Um, So the disciples were afraid to ask Jesus questions about his passion prediction. Mm -hmm. So this might be a good time to dig into like, what questions do you have about faith? And even if we don't know the answers to them, maybe you don't want to do a stump the pastor. Maybe you do. Mm -hmm. But know that we're going to commit to exploring the questions together. And no questions are bad questions. And
0: questions are okay. And then Jesus brings this little child and says, whoever welcomes the child welcomes me or something of that nature. I can't completely remember if that's this reading. Yes, Um, this is. Okay, excellent. So it's a great day to have an infant or child baptism, or if it is rally day, to welcome the children. Like, literally bring them forward and welcome them. And maybe, and not just bring them forward and do the all shucks moment and take a picture for the church website. (laughs) But actually, like, hey, let's actually, like... This would be a great day if you are doing a, a playground to, like... oh, dedicate it or something. Dedicate it, open it. Um, if you... I know there's been some conversations that I've seen on some Facebook groups lately about, like, changing up the blessing bags. This would be a good day of doing that, about, like, this is a way we are welcoming children, and this is why we do it. Um, so a good day to have that child-focused activity in worship that is about how we are welcoming others. And even if it's not a child... But you're doing something else like, hey, if you're in the process about coming and reconciling in Christ or open and, welcome, open and affirming or whatever the process is in other denominations, like this would be a good day to lift that up and say, well, it's not just the child, you know, ch- Jesus just used the child. But we could also insert person here as far as people of, you know, people of color, the LGBT community, refugees, whatever the passion is for the church and lift that up too. Yeah. I'll get off my soapbox.
1: <laughs> this might be also a great opportunity to lift up examples of when we have let others go first. And also think about examples of when others have have let you go first. Especially kind of as a servant leader. Yes. As an example of
0: like, I'll do the thing. And please use an example of not not using the buffet line. Ugh. Oh, really? Yeah, i people I've heard use the... That. <laughs> I've heard that example, Well, and and maybe it's not even an example as much as like, you know, I've heard people in a buffet line tell me, oh, the last shall be the first and the first shall be last, and like as far as like letting you go first in the buffet line. That's silly.
1: Yeah, (laughs) especially especially at
0: church potlucks, so. Oh, geez. Yeah.
1: Anyway, um, something fun if you want to kind of flip this on its head is like do communion or dismiss um, as you're leaving worship in reverse alphabet order. (laughs) Because a lot of people who are toward the end of the alphabet... Yes. Yeah, so um, all those Zimmermans and... Yep, we'll probably tell you about all the times we're there at the end of the line.
0: And always. You know, every once in a while they get reverse alphabetical order, but not often, so... So if it works, it could be something fun. Yep. Jeremiah eleven eighteen through 20 is the Old Testament reading. It's a weird reading. Yeah, it's like, you know,
1: I've been led like a lamb to the slaughter. People want to kill me, but God, you're righteous, and, like, we'll smite them and stuff. Yeah.
0: So... <laughs> talk about different kinds of bullying and harassment in person and online you had actually a decent um idea about a movie yeah so we recently
1: watched um raya and the last dragon and this is i'm trying to keep this spoiler light (laughs) um go watch it it's a great movie and i think it's free on disney plus now you had to pay for it on top of disney plus but i believe it is now free if you have Disney+. Plus. If not, you have that money that you're paying for additional Disney+. Plus. <gasps> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Raya... I'm not even sure if I'm saying her name right now. Um, Raya is... Be- so she... At the beginning of the movie, she's betrayed by someone she, like, thought she could trust implicitly. And, like, this causes, like, a big-time betrayal and, like, screws everything up, causes epic chaos. And because of this dramatic moment, she commits to the cause of finding da 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 the last dragon... <laughs> But she's also focused on retribution. That's kind of part of her focus. But then later, you know, redemption arc and everyone grows and everyone, you know, through some hard work, eventually come together and learn to work together and it's great it's a lot of forgiveness a lot of redemption and it'll make you cry probably okay
0: so point out the actual connection to me because i missed that oh um maybe i drank too much beer. so
1: sorry it's okay i probably didn't make it super so so raya kind of i felt like at the beginning of the movie she was led like a lamb to the slaughter because she was like sorry she was a kid okay when this traumatic event happened and like it shouldn't have happened to her and she was like this innocent well she knew how to handle herself (laughs) but like implicitly trusted this person who betrayed her but um and then she was really really focused on the retribution retribution stuff and I'm kind of like well in this case we know that God is also merciful and his relationship is more important and that's kind of what the theme of the movie is and so I'm kind of like pushing the reading a little bit it's kind of a stretch but this is not an
0: easy reading (laughs)
1: No, it's not. So there's the connection. It's
0: one of those that you kind of go, "What's the semi-continuous? Why aren't we?" on
1: Yeah, that? yeah, exactly. And and the other thing that made, this reading made me think of is like, if you want to like scream collectively as a congregation and holy rage, and kind mm-hmm. of how our innocent children are feel like they're feel like we're leading them to the slaughter oh. for the beginning of the school year, they'll already have been in school by now. But who knows? Maybe everybody will be online because. It just feels like we're putting everyone in danger, especially yeah. in some areas of the country, and it's just so frustrating.
0: Yes, I live in one of the states now that, you know, refuses to do, you know, anti mask mandate. Oh my gosh. Um, and if worse comes to worse, just slaughter a lamb on the altar. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> At this point, oh well, you know. So, uh, September 26th, uh, Mark nine thirty 36 through 50 is the gospel. It's whoever is not a... Against us is for us, and if your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off, blah blah blah. And then also, salt loses a saltiness. So, if you really want people to question (laughs) what's going on, slaughter the lamb last week, slaughter the lamb on the 19th, and then on the 26th, dismember a doll, as in get a doll or a large drawing, like paper, a drawing, gingerbread cutout type thing of a person, and then um, start talking about body parts that have caused you to sin so you start with the ones that are listed take out an eye you know uh, cut off a leg I think it's the hand is the other one yeah. you know but you can talk about how oh you said something wrong so there's the mouth and oh you heard a bad word so take off the ears and you know all these you had a bad thought well there's the entire head so <laughs> just keep going through the list um and so like what body parts are less left there's like nothing left of you um So you can, yeah, I mean, you can kind of do this with operation. It would be a little bit
1: easier to put together,
0: a little less violent. But but also at the same time, like, you would have to stretch it a little bit more. And I'm just thinking, like, gingerbread person type uh, drawing on a large sheet of paper, you know, if you do PowerPoint. Not my gumdrop buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a great quote. You can. Sorry, either, you can also do that. That from one of the Shrek movies. I think it's the second one. He gets his leg ripped off at some point. Yeah, right. it's, yeah. Got a little crutch. It's gingerbread man. Yeah. Gundra- no, yeah. my gingerbreadman. I'm sorry. There's also a great question about who is your allies because if and whoever's not against us is for us, um, but you know, we also, we don't often, we talk about the people who are for us and we talk about the people who are against us, but how about those people who are not for us, but also not against us? So, you know, have people write down like five people they know or know, really know of who they're ambivalent to. Like the cashier at the grocery store that they see all the time, who they like, you know, don't, you know, sometimes don't even go in there, like, they just see that person. They don't even know that person's name off the top of their head. Or the neighbor that's three houses down that they've never talked to, but every time they see each other, they, you know, they don't even wave. They just do the head nod thing, too. Um, so. <laughs> or, uh, you know, the person that they always see at the bus stop. All these, we, we know these people. Like, I don't think it would take many people, unless you're in a really small town, it, most people could list five people that they see, that they know of who they don't actually know. So. And then the other thing I was thinking of is, you can give out like those little salt packets, like you know, maybe even go into the go to McDonald's and grab some. Yeah, <laughs> um, and we see salt more more likely to be bad in our society because of hypertension issues and diabetes, and you know, there's a lot of different diseases sodium that, content. Yeah, if you're because we add. So salt to so many things in this world
1: but i learned this a number of years ago if we don't have enough salt in our bloodstream we will literally die yep we need them so it's a good thing we're having salty beer right now. (laughs) exactly there's a little bit of salt in the beer so yeah that's what electrolytes are
0: yes um and also in jesus's time salt was like highly valued because it preserved food like there was um and so talk about that importance. And, like, it was a preservative. In an era before there was refrigeration, like, they salted fish and then laid it out to dry. And then, I mean, and then they would rinse a lot of that salt off to cook it. But it was still plenty salty. hmm so. I just remembered, of course, because every
1: documentary you see um, on the Smithsonian Channel is true. <laughs> That there was this, a documentary that I watched not that long ago that made the case that El Dorado, the city of gold, was actually a civilization based was super wealthy because of salts that they traded and were so wealthy because of salt that they got all this gold. I don't remember the whole thing, but like that would be an intriguing um, little example of like maybe it wasn't gold that this civilization was rich in, maybe it was salt, because salt mm-hmm. was really valuable in South America as well.
0: Yep. Uh, for the same reasons. Uh, Old Testament is Numbers 11, various verses. It's the Israelites whining in the wilderness about how they had all this food in Egypt. <gasps> Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp, and there's all sorts of drama. Yes. About that. So Drama in the Bible? What? So they had cucumbers and melons and leeks and onions and garlic when they were in Egypt. And but not Freedom! Yes, <laughs> and now they're in the desert and they wish they had it. So, you know, serve cucumbers and melons and leeks and onions and garlic or decorate your altar with those foods. I mean, it is kind of harvesty time, so you have all of it and talk about it. And also, this well, is about like, nostalgia. So, or one of the first, things is this is about nostalgia. The first pericope text study group that I did as an ordained pastor was i went to this one and it was this text and this guy wanted to art who's a well-established ordained for many years pastor wanted to argue with me that they did not have these fruit these these vegetables in egypt so i talked to my husband who is at the time he was getting his master's in ancient near eastern history and so yeah not egypt but adjacent yes (laughs) and near the time. And yes, they would have had cucumbers and melons and leeks and onions and garlic because they would have planted them in their own garden in their own yard Uh, and like tended to them where they could just like the slaves did in the in the u.s south like they had little gardens off to the side of where they lived to feed themselves and they had to tend to it when they weren't out in the fields and when they weren't tending you know or building the pyramids like there was or whatever it is that the slaves in egypt did because we really don't know because oh we know the aliens built the pyramids so (laughs) anyway they they had these foods So they were reminiscing about how they had these foods. Anyway, so put that away. Yeah. Because really, and really,
1: it's also about, like, there's a heck of a lot of nostalgia happening here. Like, oh, maybe what we were experiencing before wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can definitely have a lot of similarities to mm, right now. Yeah. Um, and there is things... What? Yeah. Um, there are definitely things to miss about the before times, but there's also definitely things that we don't miss about the bu- about the before times. Um, and this area is, like, the level of busyness. Like, holy mm. crap. <laughs> and maybe yeah. there are things that... We're okay in the before times that flew, and maybe they shouldn't fly anymore. Mm-hmm. So maybe list those things. Mm-hmm. Also, um, getting to the El Dad and Me Dad portion of the reading, um, the people were upset because like these people weren't prophesying as like sanctioned mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, good work is happening. Outside of the church. Yeah. Outside of Christianity. Whoa. And maybe this is a good opportunity to name some of those good things that are happening.
0: Yeah, this is like one of those like oh how many of you have actually like read a quote from the Dalai Lama and went, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or not Han. Yes, another good one. Mm-hmm. Um and kind of similar, but a slight twist to that is Eldad and Dad were left behind when the 70 went to go to be. So you can talk about those who are left behind who are able to share God's work. So the people who are like considered the lowest, like, oh, who are some people who are actually like homeless but are still doing it or like considered unworthy of God and yet are still sharing God's word and work with others? Because there's a lot of them who are doing good work, too. Um, And then also part of Moses's response was basically like big whoop, like (laughs) big whoop, like they're sharing God's work and word. So because we're all prophets is basically what Moses's response boils down to. And so have people think about how they're prophets because, and a reminder, prophesying doesn't mean that we predict the future. It means that we are able to share God's word and tell it how it is and how people are go doing God's work and also how people are going against it. It's about telling the truth. It's about calling out bullshit. It is like that is prophesying, not predicting the future. It's that term has been co-opted to mean that, but in the and throughout scripture, it's actually prophets are those who call out the bullshit. So All right. Yeah. So many Well shots. done. Yay. <laughs> Alright, so our chaser. Yay! Tell us about our chaser, because it's awesome! Um, so, I uh, just wanted to lift up Nevertheless She Preached, which is coming up September 19th through the 20th. It's all online this year. It's a well, it's a preaching, Confer- continuing ed conference thing. Yes. Thank you. Um, it's been around for a few years. It comes, um, I think it's it comes out of, um, I forget the seminary that I believe is in Texas. It's in
1: Texas, because usually when it's been in person, it's been in Texas. Yes.
0: And basically... Um, what happened was a few years ago, there was this preaching conference and these female seminarians realized, um, why are all the preachers male? Or at least the vast majority of them were like overwhelming. And so the female seminary students organized this preaching conference of female preachers. I think it was free the first year. uh, Probably. So it's nevertheless, she preached is, um, and so it's all online this year. It's 50 or or $100 depending on what you need. Um, and I think you can even do more than $100 if you are willing and you have that money and you're continuing to add budget or out of your own pocket um, because you got your first job and you want to give to another group um, in order to help spread the wealth so more people can attend. And they have merch. And this is the merch support? Yes. the event as well. So they have merch. So get an awesome t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, the theme this year is embracing healing, and and hope, and about how we all need healing, especially, I think, after, the, you know, where we're at in this pandemic. Um, I have never been able to attend it. Because, yeah, same. And I'm kind of hoping to get to it. It's during our, what was supposed to be our fall theological conference, which has been moved online, and I am using air quotes as I say that, because... It was all about Sabbath, so now we are encouraged to take Sabbath as we move online instead of mm-hmm. doing stuff online together. So I think I caught some of it last year because some of it was – wasn't there, like, portions yeah. of it were, that were free? And there's a portions of this that are free, okay. too. So check it out. None of the preachers are ones that, like, hey, that's a big name that I know. Um, but there are a few that I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure I've heard that person um, or heard of that person. So – check it out. Um, but I have heard wonderful things, both people who've attended in person in the past and people who've attended online. So sounds amazing and get a shirt because they're awesome. They say, nevertheless, she preached on them. And then there's a few others that are, um, kind of inside jokes, but also you'd get it. So, yeah, I mean, everyone needs a t-shirt like they need a hole in their head, but (laughs) you do need this t-shirt. Yes. All right. In the meantime, uh, Find us on Facebook and Twitter, uh, Lit Liturgy, or g- email us at uh, Lit Liturgy, L-I-T-L-I-T-U-R-G-Y at gmail.com.
1: And our next uh, podcast in our series will be on young adults. Yay. And
0: how their milestones are a big fucking deal.
1: Exactly. So we want to know your suggestions. BYOB us, at us, tweet yeah. us and facebook us.
0: Caveat right now, young adults definitely like we're thinking like those just out of high school through whatever you want to consider a young adult. So, right. 35. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. But there's some milestones that it depends on the adult that it happens when they're 20 or sometimes it happens when they're 40, whatever. We're talking about those milestones that happen later. Like, well, we're talking <laughs> later about than this high now, school. Later than high school, but like before retirement. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> the middle-ish young adults as well. Yes. Like we are? Questionable.
0: Oh, I'm not a young adult. I I'm I'm over 40. I'm not a young adult anymore by any standards. I've hit 40, so
1: I thought they extended it to like 40.
0: Well, either way, I'm, I'm now over 45. I do not feel You're like You're not that.
1: over 45.
0: I I'm, no, I'm now over 40. I am <laughs> I was not gonna say Stop it.
1: Not that old yet. I, yeah. I mean, the pandemic
0: has aged all of us. But yeah so i am i no matter what i'm not a young adult so
1: we better wrap this up so thank you brian o'dean for saving us and being awesome
0: at music and in the meantime this is becca and this is lydia and we reminding you to always drink and plan worship responsibly
1: cheers cheers a real click because we're in person yes.